Welcome to Thrive Church Online. We are here to know God, to grow in Him, and go. We hope you feel encouraged and equipped through this week's message. Good morning, everybody. Yes. Y'all, give it up for the worship team. Can we just, wow. It's, it's always on point, but I'm just, it was on point this morning. It just was. I mean, everybody's playing, just worshiping. But then you guys, seeing you guys lifting your hands, seeing you guys singing praises. I don't know about y'all, but the Holy Spirit's here in this place this morning. And you can feel him. You can all around from the worship, through the singing, through the conversation, even before church service got started. So it's going to be an amazing, amazing day. Amen. So I'm honored, yes, I'm so honored to be here this morning because I get to share my heart with y'all, and I don't take that very lightly. It's a pleasure, it really is, because it's a great, great feeling. I just want to thank Pastor Adam, Pastor Tracy, for allowing this opportunity to pour into me, using their passions to make disciples of men and women for God's effective kingdom. Right. So that's right. So, yes, men and women both. So, yeah, ladies, y'all matter too. guys. You matter, too. So we ain't going to have all this nonsense that's going to be happening. All right. I love my lovely bride, my lovely wife, Liz, for supporting me and Jay, even though he's not here this morning, because Pastor Adam, Pastor Tracy is pouring into us to be the gospel bringers of Jesus Christ. And soon, hopefully we get to see you guys along this process as well. So we're going into week two of crazy prayers. And as Pastor Tracy said this week, a lot of great things have been happening. You know, and we've seen prayers being answered. Even right now, got a little sore throat this morning. But you know what? I'm still going to be happy. I'm still going to be glad. Because guess what? The devil can't make me be quiet. That's how it's going to be. So guess what? The, ro- the world's going to get rot today. Y'all better come ready because we coming. We ready. All right? Because if you haven't listened to week one, y'all need to go back and listen to it. It will bless you so much. And I'm excited because the 30-day challenge what Pastor Adam has given us, if you wasn't here last week, we're talking about crazy prayers. And whatever your prayer request is, no matter what it is, I don't matter how dumb or how silly it may look to other people, it's important to you. You need to write that prayer down. And you pray with urns, you pray with excitement, and guess what? When God answers your prayer, not if, but when he does, y'all better text him. We got the church number we put on the screen too, you can text that, and we want to see what God is doing. Because I believe, honestly, we're coming to a season that God is doing crazy, wonderful things. Because if you, if you haven't thought about it, every single day we're coming close to God's return. We're getting close. The days, I mean, the signs are there. Everything is happening. But we as Christians do not have to be afraid because that means, Jesus, you're coming. All right. But guess what? While you're yet to come, we're going to pray. We're going to seek God's face. We're going to see what God can do because guess what? People in this world need Jesus. I love it because this morning um, the worship team was worshiping and um, Liz asked, does anybody need anything? And, um, one of, and Felicia was like, Jesus. It's true that we all need him because without Jesus, nothing is possible. 
So, and the thing is, if you don't believe in crazy prayer, let me tell you, you are evidence of crazy prayer. Everybody in this room is somewhat crazy. Just saying. Look all around you so you're in great company today. Because you know how you was before you got saved. And sometimes, even when we say we still need some help. All right? I'm just saying. Every single day. Because let me tell you something that crazy prayers can do. Crazy prayers bring forth healing. Crazy prayers bring forth deliverance from addictions. Crazy prayers bring dead things back to life. Because in the first scripture, we're going to put that on the screen right here. It's, Paul says this, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Pretty much it's for everybody, to anyone that believes. We're not ashamed of that because guess what? Crazy prayers is beyond us. It's beyond our meaning. It's beyond our well. We can't do it all. We need Jesus. And guess what? God wants to use you to deliver it. God wants to use you to do his will. So he wants you and you, just like Uncle Sam. I want you. That's what he wants. He wants you to deliver it. That's how it is. And guess what? Today, he wants to fan that flame in you. Okay. Hello, testing on. Let me try that again. He wants to fan that flame in you. There you go. All right. If y'all keep on, we get out of church on time. Just saying. So y'all got to help me out. Okay. He wants you to know that the faith that you have this morning, the one thing we're going to focus on today, that it is more than enough. What you have is more than enough. It is. Okay. So like um, if you watch, if you follow college football, um, Coach Prime Deion Sanders, he made this statement, say, I'm coming. So we here, so we're going to dig in today. So y'all ready? Because we're going to get into it. Now, I will say crazy prayers this morning. And like Pastor Adam said last week, stuff will happen as we are evident, okay? But guess what? We ain't going back down because we're going to push forward. Because guess what? When all hell's breaking loose in your life, and yes, I said hell in church, when it happens, guess what? You're getting close. If nothing has happened in your life, guess what? We still got ground to cover. So we're ready. Let's get into it. Let's get to the first scripture right here. Or the second scripture. All right. 2 Timothy 1, verse 5. Okay, he says this. This is Paul talking. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason... I am reminded you to fan the flame, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of my hands. Now, Paul is saying this because now Timothy, he was a young buck. OK, so Paul is leading the church. Timothy's like his apprentice. Like, OK, we're going to we're going to follow you. And guess what? I see what your mama be doing. I see your grandmama and they got it. And it was a heritage thing that came on with it. OK. Because I, I still remember, even my grandma, I know one day um, as I get closer, I get to see her. But guess what? She left the legacy. She was called soldier. So when she sang, she read scripture, guess what? It fall to my mom. Okay? Then, ta-da, I'm here. 
is following through. And the fire still keeps on going. And guess what? Paul sees the sincere faith that Timothy has. He sees it. And guess what? He's calling it out. Because Paul sees it. And he's calling the life in existence through Timothy's life. Okay? Now, hopefully, if you had parents that maybe set trailblazers, I like to call them, they said it. But guess what? Some people in here may not have godly parents. You probably didn't have godly which Can we just be honest? Not everybody grew up in church. But guess what? Today, you get to be that trailblazer today. You get an opportunity to set the kingdom role. Hey, for me and my house, we're going to serve God. All right, because right now I know that I'm, I can't wait to be a dad. And it's not an announcement, so don't get all excited. So everybody's like, oh, he's, no, that's not, it's not that yet. But I'm just saying in the future as, it, as we have our kids, okay, their kids, my kids, they're going to know we're going to serve God up in this house. Any other thing that's going that's not God, it better get up out of here. It better, in fact, it better not even set foot in this house. And if it sets foot, it's got 60 seconds to get out. Because I have to determine that. If me and my wife do not determine that, guess what? We're being absentee parents, and then you wonder why lives look terrible. I'm not saying things won't happen. But if we keep God first, no matter how bad the storm is, there's going to be an order. Things have to come back to the base. And you can begin Everybody here can start, the, can start the God legacy in you. God has something for you. And the thing is, the Lord has birthed great faith into you. And now, now, not tomorrow, now, this moment, 930, now, it's time. Okay? You get ready, it's time. It's coming. If you haven't experienced a storm already this week, it's time. It's coming. Okay? There's many examples of that. Okay? Of it's time. If anybody here plays sports, you went through practices. Sometimes it looked great. Sometimes it didn't look that great. But when it comes to game day, people have all around come to see you. They don't know how bad of an athlete you are, but that's not important. But they come to see you. And guess what? It's time. Mommy's in the room. When y'all have y'all had y'all babies, nine months, and those contractions, boom, they come. Guess what? It's time. And when it's time, it ain't gonna matter where and when you are at, it's time to go. If you come to a situation where you lose a loved one, a doctor would come in the room and say, It's time. Make sure you have your house, everything's in order. Okay, there's many, many different examples of, hey, it's time. Today, it's time for you to fan the flame of crazy prayers. The purpose that God has for your life is those crazy prayers. That seems impossible. Okay, hint the word crazy. It don't make no sense. And I know that's not for y'all English people in here. I'm going to talk improper English, so y'all going to get over it. Y'all be fine. Okay, this here is the South. We in North Carolina and Alamance County. All right, you hear me? I'm just saying. Okay, God is raising up with people up in here, up in here, that you are not afraid. Hey, y'all know the song. That's why you laughing. So don't even try to be like that. 
Y'all know how it is. Because God has desired to show himself strong. That's, that's his desire. Because here's what it comes down to it. Whatever it looks like, whatever your crazy prayer is, everybody's going to look. You're going to have spectators. And when people look, all they can say is, it was because of God. It's nothing that I've done. Lord knows. But it's what God has done. And guess what? Nobody can stop it. Even the devil can't do anything about it. There is nothing. So you walk in with your chest out and puffed up in Christ, not in yourself. Again, I'll say it one more time. Puff your chest up in Christ, not in you. Because if you do it in you, you're going to look crazy. So if we can put verse six up, up, up again for this reason, I remind you to fan that flame, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Let's leave that up there. I want, you, I want to see this right here. For God gave us not a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. A lot of times we get scared. I mean, y'all. I mean, y'all. Y'all got to talk to me this morning. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm wound up this morning. I'm energized. All right. All right. We get scared, and we don't want to go out there because, oh no, what if this happens? How's my my theology doesn't make no sense. It was supposed to be this way, but that was not this way. And what does make it doesn't make no sense of it. God is going to mess up your theology. He's messed up mine time and time and time again. Before I knew, I said, well, that can't happen. God shows up like, oh, yeah, I can. Surprise. And he does that. I'm like, all right, God, you done did it again. I ain't got nothing to say. But if we don't be careful, don't you know that God has caused the fan that flame? But if we don't be careful with it, the crazy prayers of that flame, you can be satisfied complacency if you don't be careful. And here, how you can be complacent, you be in the safe zone. Okay? Now, for us guys who date or who dated and are dating as we speak, okay? I, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, y'all laughing, but y'all, it's when you see a girl that you like, you're like, hey. And you want to go talk to him. But guess what? You don't move that feet. And most times, ladies, for the most part, y'all waiting because y'all know y'all, you know, he likes you. You just wait for him to open his mouth and say, ask me on a date. But what happens when you the guy takes too long? The lady's like, look, I got time for your nonsense. I'm gone. <laughs> say it, ladies. Y'all know it's true. It's true. And see what happens is then you be in the men, you be in the safe zone then. Or the friend zone. And that's the worst one to be in. If you and if you're in the friend zone, <laughs> Lord help you. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> 
Because guess what? The safe zone has no progress. You don't move forward. People always want to win, but they're not willing to take the steps. You know, the Reverend Ronnie Coleman says this, and I'm going to keep it G-rated. He said something else, but he said it like this. He's like, he's a bodybuilder, a big bodybuilder, and he always said this phrase. Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody want to lift no weights. Everybody wants to be big and strong in prayers. Like, oh, yeah, God, do this, but I'm not willing to do the small things to pray. I'm not willing to put something crazy. God, do your thing. And let's see what's going to happen. We always want to do just the bare minimum. And guess what? The bare minimum will get you nowhere. The bare minimum will have the L lost. It will. Because God, last time I checked the scripture, God called us to be winners. It's in there. I'm just saying, he called us to be winners, to live life more and abundantly, up and beyond, not just living the bare minimum. Life and life abundant. That's what God called us to do. But guess what? If we get so comfortable, well, I'm good. It's okay. I don't want to go into that because my faith is not that deep. So, I mean, because has anybody felt like that? You felt like, you know, I don't have this big faith like so-and-so. So guess what? I'm good. I'm just going to pray a simple, simple prayer, and that's it. That's not what God called us to do. Now, those people who we emulate or we, we follow, we say, hey, I, I don't have faith like so-and-so. Guess what? They had small little faith, too, at one time or another. Because guess what? They were human beings just like you. They put their pants on one leg at a time, like you do. They brush their teeth just like you do, I hope. But I, I'm just saying, but they, they do all those things. They are no better than you are. They were just willing to say yes. They were dumb enough to say, God, do your crazy thing. Do it. I don't care what it looks like. And guess what? If, you're going to, if you want to be comfortable, like I tell my students, you're in the wrong classroom because I ain't going to make you comfortable. God is not going to make us comfortable. If it's squirming, then you'll see a little bit like, like you got to go to the bathroom. Good. That's what he wants you to do because you won't have to trust him. And the key word is trust because it never comes easy. You have to be willing to put it all on the line. Go into that same example. When I asked my wife on a date, okay, we went out. I put it all out there. And I mean all of it out there. And guys, I don't suggest you say this, but I we were talking, you know, having a conversation. And he said, you know how good, beautiful Bix babies will be look like on the first date. And somehow she took the chance <laughs> to date me again. <laughs> guys, I God's blessing and favor was there. I was nervous, I was talking out of my, my mouth. Do not do that. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Just, just don't. But I, you know what? Even though how dumb it was, I shot my shot. I shot it. 
Because knowing good and well, after I left, I feel it. I'm like, that was the dumbest thing I saw. <laughs> but you know what? She knew where I was coming from. Shoot your shot. When it comes to crazy prayer, shoot. I don't care how silly it is, shoot. It's up to God to do the work, not you. His reputation is on the line, and guess what? Last time I checked, he is a million, a million, like infinity, and oh, he's never lost. Okay? We don't have to be scared and worry about, oh, God, is he really going to do it? Yes, he is going to do it. And if you know his word, which I, I invite you very heavily, get in his word. See what he has to say about it. If God said it, he's going to do it. Point blank range. There is no doubting. Because when he shows up, he's going to show out. Because the different prayers, crazy prayers, have people praying the Bible. Let's go to scripture for a minute, okay? Now, Elijah, great example. Prayed crazy. It didn't rain for three years. He's like, and he had a relationship with God. He told Ahab, he's like, you know what? It's not going to rain for three years until I say it's going to rain. That's, some, that's crazy. But when he had a relationship with God like that, it's not crazy. Because God worked through him. He talked to him, prayed. And guess what? It ain't going to do it unless I say so. And then Mount Carmel comes around. All 450 prophets of Baal, they come around. He said, look, we're, we got two different opinions going on. This is nonsense. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get a bull. You get one. You dress and you do what you're going to do. You call your, your, what's the fire guy? What? You call him up, and I'm calling the name of the Lord. And who's going to deliver by fire? Let him be God. That's how we're going to settle this. And guess what? They were hollering. They were screaming, carrying on. Elijah just sat down, like laughed, make fun of him. And then he does something unique. The bulls prepared, dump of water three times, 12 barrels, three times. If you start a fire, you do realize that you can't start something that's what? Crazy. Then Elijah prays, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known this day that you are God and let people's hearts be turned back to you. Because guess what? Sometimes in our life, sometimes we can turn away from God sometimes. We're all capable of doing that. And God would do something crazy like that to let fire come from heaven first of all, and soak something bone dry just so that he could turn your heart back to him. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves your neighbor. That's how much he loves that coworker that you don't like. I mean, y'all don't want to talk this morning, okay? Y'all gonna, gonna, gonna be like that, okay? All right, y'all gonna be fake like that. That's fine, okay? It's, I'm just saying, guys, that God is the fact that you were part of that crazy prayer. Because guess what? You were that somebody that nobody liked. But guess what? Somebody took the time and said, Lord, help JC, even though he's a hard headed boy, help that man. It's true. I went through it. it it's true. My parents were for the longest time, sometimes. 
they were like, Jesus, help, help my, my, I remember dad told me afterwards, he's like, help my boy out. I love him. But God, he's crazy. <laughs> he done forgot everything we taught him. He's walking in this disobedient way, but God, I know you can keep him. So I give him to you. And the Lord answered his prayer and allowed crazy things to happen in my life. And I was towed up from the floor. But God loved me enough to say, you know what? It's time to come back home. And then I came back home. Dad was like, I prayed for you, son. Like, oh, I believe, I believe it. But at the same time, later on, when I found out, Dad was like, you, bit, you almost missed that silver bullet. I almost had it, but like, thank you, Jesus. God wants, God wants to do that with you all. All right, 2 Timothy, our last two verses we have here. Paul is still talking to Timothy. He's saying, for which I was appointed as a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what he has entrusted in me. And he's able to guard. That Another word, guard, is to keep. If you know who Jesus is in your life, I know who I believe in. And he's able, whatever God has given to me, he's going to help me keep it. Okay? Everybody has been given something in here. The crazy prayers, God is going to help you keep it. Whatever you need, do not, do not um, be afraid to shy away from the Lord. Because God is waiting. God is waiting saying, I want to do it. But you ain't asked. That's why ain't nothing happening. I'm waiting. Let me show you what I can do. God has given us crazy prayers to fend that flame. Guess what? You just need this little bit of faith right here. And if you have this much right here, mountains, according to what scripture said, mountains will move. If you speak to it. And guess what? When you speak to it, you don't speak as in the question. Mountain, could you please move? That's weak. Mountain, move. That's a command. Okay? Being a teacher, when I say move or sit up straight, that's not a question. It's a command. And guess what? They better get along. Got the nickname Hard Man Harper for a reason. <laughs> but guess what? There's going to be order because guess what? When, when your life is not an order, God cannot move in your life. Right. And guess what? Some things going to have to get out. God has, as an educator, God has to trust me with the children that I have in my class. And guess what? Disobedience is going to get up out of here. That any kind of thing. I don't care what it is. It's going to be gone in Jesus' name. All this nonsense, I don't have to deal with it. Some of us are dealing with too much crap in our life. I'm just being real, y'all, this morning. We're dealing with so much stuff because we're asking it to move, and we need to command it to move. You know, as adults, we need to command when we have that, that person at our work and our job. Now, you don't say it out loud unless God tell you to say it, but you, in your mind, say in the name of Jesus, you need to shut your mouth. 
Re- really? If there's negativity and there's things that are going on that's not of God, you got to tell that, uh-uh, Jesus' name, shut up. You know, for parents, kids get out of line, name of Jesus, act right. And you use that authority to do whatever you got to do. And don't be polite about it either. God did not call us to be polite and be politically correct. God has called us to, for crazy prayers to move mountains. There's a lot of people who are dealing with turmoil and illnesses and sickness and disease and all kinds of mental things going up in here. And God wants to set people free. But guess what? It is our crazy prayers that's going to get them there. So do not give up on it. Do not give up on those crazy prayers. Keep fanning that flame. Keep on going. And guess what? People are going to say, oh, that's crazy. And all you have to say is, I know. But guess what? God has called me to do it. He's entrusted me with that. And so guess what? He's able to keep it. And you got to get to the point. We all got to not, I don't want to sound like I'm fussing nobody, but we all got to get to that point where some things you just got to block out. Sometimes you got to be like Nehemiah. People tell him, don't build the wall. Don't do, don't do that. He's like, he just kept on going. Keep on building. Stack by stack by stack. Kept on bothering him. It got to the point where Nehemiah told him, just shut up. I ain't got time for your foolishness. I don't. Guys, do not give ear to the devil's foolishness. Because guess what? He's going to be saying a lot of loud noises. And guess what? Ignore it. Act like you don't even hear it. Because then what happens if you get mad enough, if you're like me, it just keeps ticking, 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 ticking. And then finally get to that breaking point, then I'd be like, then you can use that authority in Christ to say, hey, devil, it's not going to be that way in the name of Jesus. Guess what? Be gone. Get out. God has entrusted crazy prayers to you, not only to grow closer to him, but so that others may see. Everybody, not only in this room, but all in Alamance County, all in North Carolina, all the Southeast, all of America, all over the world need to experience God. They need a touch. People are hurting. Because God wants to bring healing, he wants to bring restoration, and he wants to bring deliverance. That's what he wants. But it takes somebody to pray a crazy prayer to do it. And guess what? That is you to do that. God has called you to fan that flame. So what does that mean to fan that flame as we're coming to close? We fan that flame. Here's how. It doesn't matter how stupid it is or how crazy it is. Pray it. And then here's what you need to do next. There's only two things. Write it down, pray it, and then all you got to do is you need to praise God for it. Praise God like it's already happened. No matter what hell thing comes at your door, praise God through it all. Because guess what? We're about to go into battle. Okay? And guess what? You don't get toe up. You don't get little sucker punches. You're going to have broken bones. 
you'll be looking raggedy. But guess what? Paul told us to do when we wear our full armor, when we've done all what we can do is stand. When you've done everything you can do, that's how crazy prayers become effective. Do not just like pray a crazy prayer and don't do anything with it. Do something with it, what, whatever's in your power, and stand still and watch God do what he's going to do. So let's pray. You may be here this morning and you may be thinking, God, my faith, I, I know you are who you are. but I just need encouragement. This crazy prayer that, I, that I'm praying for, it seems impossible. But I need a touch from you. I know because I can't do it on my own. I need your encouragement. I, I need uplifting. If that's you, would you just raise your hand? No one's looking around. Thank you very much. Anybody else? Thank you very much. Yes. Father, for those who raised their hand and those who didn't, Lord God, I thank you, Lord, that you have called us to pray crazy prayers. Lord, increase our faith, Lord God. Lord, help us to be bold. Help us not to look to our own strength, to our own understanding, but let us lean into you. Lord, in all our ways, let us acknowledge you and you will direct our path straight. God, I thank you for the crazy prayers. I thank you that you're going to do something great and wonderful that we can't think of all or imagine. And Lord, we're going to give you the glory and the praise for it in Jesus' name. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, hey, I don't know where to start on my faith journey. And I want to, I want to begin my walk with Jesus. But I don't know how. If that's you this morning, you want to receive God's full gift of salvation for your life. Will you just slip your hand? Thank you much. Anybody else? We're going to pray together because we don't do anything alone here at Thrive. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me. Thank you so much for your sacrifice on the cross. Heal me, deliver me, and help me to walk in your ways of crazy faith and crazy miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for being part of our Thrive Tribe. If you want to partner with this ministry and what the Lord is doing here at Thrive, visit thrivechurchonline.com and click on the Give tab. Help us reach more people just like you by rating and subscribing to this podcast. You don't want to miss what's coming next.